Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of the Jefe Sports Podcast. I'm your host, El Jefe, Jeff Hopkins, and today's episode will be a preview of the biggest game of the college football season, Clemson versus Notre Dame. It's the rematch, and joining me today will be Clemson offensive lineman, the notorious B-O-C-K, the Bach, Baca Flock of Flame, Matthew Bachhorst. It's going to be a great episode. Let's go. Matt, as I said, the ACC championship is this weekend, man. What is the mindset going into this game for the Clemson Tigers? Well, obviously, we didn't get the job done the first time. Um, that's the blunt way to put it, and that's the the cold, hard truth. Uh, and knowing that, we obviously have some things that we need to improve um, individually as an offense, as a defense, as a team. So there's different levels to everything, but we need to play better. And Notre Dame is a team that's talented. Um, they deserve our respect. Their defense is very good. They're extremely well coached. They're going to go where they're supposed to go. and uh, they played hard, and it was a great game. That's a that's an instant classic right there that people remember for a long time. But obviously, we didn't come out on the right side of that. Um, so moving forward this week, um, we get the rare opportunity in college football to play them again and uh, correct the things that um, need to be corrected. So I think everyone's excited. It's been a great week of practice, and guys have been excited. But Matt, how do you beat a team that does everything right? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's it sounds cliche, but it's it's always comes down to running the ball and stopping the run, in my opinion. Uh, obviously, I'm an offensive lineman, so a bit biased, but uh, especially a heavyweight battle like this. I mean, if you can run the ball effectively and efficiently, I think those are the key words. Um, and re that really puts a strain on the defense. And then the defense has to make a decision uh, with their, their back seven guys. All right, so now we got to run support, and now they're vulnerable over the top for the pass. So – so we, um, you know, last game uh, pretty obviously did not do a great job really on either side of the ball, um, stopping the run and running the ball. Um, we've got a pretty, pretty talented running back behind us, Travis Etienne. We didn't give him uh, enough opportunities consistently to, to do his thing. And, and obviously Notre Dame is going to scheme us up and, and try their best to constrict them, but uh, it's no excuse. And uh Moving forward, I know that we really, really understand the importance of getting that running game going and uh, also allowing Trevor to to make the plays in the air when needed. Um, DJ did one hell of a job when we played him the first time. I mean, for a true freshman kid to be able to step in and play at that level is pretty incredible. So I know that's kind of an emphasis uh, this week is just really, really, really working on those those run game techniques and kind of getting back to the basics because – uh, in a game like this, you really need to be technically sound. Was this a different mindset going into this game from the past time you guys played them? Um, I wouldn't say so. I think that um, we're always confident. Uh, Clemson, we have the the luxury of winning quite a bit. And and the the rare time that we don't win, I think it, uh, it humbles you a little bit, but it also kind of gives you a renewed sense of energy. And, and, you know, the coaches always say sometimes – uh, you know, the stove's hot and, and sometimes the only way to find out is to touch it. Mm -hmm. And 
and we touched the stove and it was hot. Um, so I think having that experience, obviously the only thing it took off the table for us was no, we can no longer have a, an undefeated season, but every goal we want to accomplish, winning the conference and, and winning the bowl game, uh, hopefully in the playoff to uh, the national championship is all there. So really just need to correct going into this week. And, and like I said, guys, guys have been excited. They know the opportunity we have in front of us and, and they know what we need to correct in order to change the outcome this time. Yeah. And a guy like Trevor who missed the game last week, have you been in contact with him? How's he feeling about this game? Yeah. Trevor's excited. I mean, Trevor, what a great leader he is. And, and uh, he only has one, one loss in his career. That was the national championship last year, which is crazy to think about. Um, so I, I know he's excited. Obviously he was bummed. He didn't get to play last time. Uh, I know we all really, <laughs> we really appreciate DJ for the job he did and, and stepping in there and, and doing what, what he could to, to uh, help us win the game. But I know Trevor, Trevor's excited to get his shot and, and uh, hopefully make a difference and get us over the hump. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, I was looking on you guys Instagram today at Clemson Tigers. So this is going to be a big game for you guys, other than on the field play, but you guys are also breaking out the Orange Bridges. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means to the Clemson culture? Yeah, so when Coach Sweeney became the head coach here, there was kind of some things that he obviously wanted to change within the program. And, and one of the things that that involved was actually the jersey combination. So he kind of felt like a lot of people were emphasizing what jersey they were going to wear that week and everyone was worried about what color was it going to be orange or purple or white or what color pants and everyone was concerned about that and when they really should have been concerned about playing the game and so his rule has ever 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 since he became the head coach has been very simple uh, we're going to wear either if we're home orange jersey white pants for away white jersey white pants one time a year we wear all purple for military appreciation and the orange britches are worn when we're playing for a championship. So uh, we wore them last weekend, uh, even though we weren't playing for a championship, it was to get us to the ACC championship. And uh, in a traditional year, we'll do that where the game that we have the opportunity to clinch the division of the ACC that we're in, which would send us to the ACC game, we do that as well. So, um, and then moving forward, the ACC game and whatever bowl opportunity we get, the orange britches will be worn. So I think it's kind of an added uh, motivator, if you will. Guys know that you have to earn the right to wear the orange britches. And so uh, to get the opportunity to do that and uh, <laughs> and pull one out is, is what, we're, what we've been working for all year. So, Matt, I kind of want to put you on the spot here. So big game. What are the three keys to victory for the Clemson Tigers this weekend? Um, I'm going to say running game on both sides of the ball. Second thing, turnover margin. We lost a turnover margin last game. Makes a big difference. Uh, kind of spotted them 10 points there and, and finish. I think that we took them to double overtime, but they finished. And that finish is a huge culture in Clemson. Finish the rep, finish the run, finish practice, finish. And Typically, if we have the opportunity to take a lead in the fourth quarter, we're, we're, we have a very heavy win percentage, and, and this time we didn't win. And so those are the things that we're going to emphasize and, and try to make sure that we do right this time and correct. The turnover margin is a huge indicator of who will win the game, uh, especially in a game that with you when you have teams that are similarly matched on a talent level. So those are, those are key 
key aspects, and I really think that's what's going to be the difference in the game. So, Matt, we talked about it on the last on the last podcast episode, your history with Notre Dame. So another chapter was added in your history where you got injured in the last game. So what is this next game going to be like for you? And where is your head at as you're going into the game? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, I'll tell you what, going down um, in, in that game, obviously the game meant a lot to me. It's something that I've, I've looked forward to for a long time and going down and not being able to come back in the game was incredibly humbling. Uh, it's only the first time I've ever actually gone down on the field in my college career. And some things are just not in our control and it, it's crazy how things work out and, and to, to sit there and watch the game on the sideline and kind of feel a little helpless and feel like I let my teammates down, uh, was not a good feeling. And, to get the opportunity to, to get another crack at it is it's all you could ask for. And it's, it's, you know, we don't often get mulligans in life and to be able to, to correct that and get another shot at it and, and correct the mistakes that were made at that game in South Bend. Um, you know, we're lucky to have that shot and, and any other year ever in college football, we would not have that shot, but this year is different. And uh, that's just kind of, how 2020 has been, man. It's crazy. You, you never know what you're going to get, and and you just got to roll with the punches. Rolling with the punches. That's a perfect segue to a new topic with my podcast. So I'm starting a new segment. It's called Stay Wavy. And with this segment, I'm going to ask you, Matt, give me a time where you've been dealing with adversity. Everything seems to be coming down on you, but somehow, some way, you've stayed calm, you've stayed collected, and you've stayed wavy. No, I'm actually going to, I'm going to go with, uh, this past week. So, um, this pack, past week was finals week and, uh, rewind to Sunday. Um, we had played Virginia tech Saturday night in Blacksburg. And a lot of people don't know, we don't stay in a hotel after the game. We got to fly home, um, right after the game. And so we got home about 5.00 AM, uh, had to get probably five hours of sleep. And then I had to wake up, start studying for finals. I had a final Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We had we still had practice this week. Uh, had some early, early mornings, some some four thirties, some five thirties. Studying late, you know, I was at the football facility till 10, 11 some nights, uh, just trying to grind it out because uh, I I am now graduating, which is an awesome feeling. Congratulations, but, congratulations, thank you, thank you, course. Uh, but um, this. Uh, this past Sunday, I, I was not so sure. I did not have the bag secured just yet. And uh, it was a, you know, I think everybody knows that feeling when you just feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. And, and uh, you know, it's like you're supposed to eat an elephant. And you just don't know how to start. And, and uh, I think it's just one of those things that for me, and this is a great lesson in life, like there's some tasks that seem so monumental. And so like, like you can never get it done. There's no way you're gonna be able to do it. And and it feels like this insurmountable um, task. And, and you just got to take it one step at a time. You, you can, you'll never be able to finish it if you never start. And so um, just being able to do that and then also just the discipline because sometimes it can feel discouraging. You just want to give up and just say, ah, screw it, I'm done. And you just have to have the discipline. You've got to, you've got to wake up at 4.30. If you want to pass this class, you want to graduate, you've got to do it. 
you got to stay up late. And, and then, you know what, after you take that test, you're going to go lift weights and then you're going to go practice. And you know what, it's not fun. And, and you're tired and your body hurts. It's December. You've been playing football for 20 weeks and you've been in school for three and a half years and you're tired and you just got to keep going and you've got to push through. And everybody has those times in their lives when you, you, on Sunday, you look at the week ahead and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through, but you know what? You get through it. And um, that's one of those things that sometimes you just got to, there's a corny quote, but it really is. It's true. It's life isn't about waiting for the rain to pass. It's learning how to dance in the rain. And you got to, Hey man, in 2020, if you haven't learned how to dance in the rain yet, then you're probably stuck inside because uh, there's a whole lot of rain this time of year. Uh, so it's one of those things that, uh, like I said, it's a great life lesson and something that I think as we, as we've kind of gone through our experiences and I know my experience as a student athlete has really taught me to just, you just got to roll with the punches. You got to dance in the rain and you got to dance you, in the rain. You got to find a way, man. You, so Matt dancing in the rain, what is your signature dance move? Oh, I'm not good at dancing. Uh, come on, Matt. Don't even give me that. I've seen you so many times in high school. Break out the break out the Bach dance move, man. Come on. All right, all right. I mean, yeah, I I could dance, but my signature party trick is easily the splits. Easily, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, for somebody for somebody who's not educated on the topic to see a man of my stature do the splits. It's funny, uh, and I I. My friends give me a hard time because I do it all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, Mark's doing the splits again. Uh. But you know what? It's so funny. And back when I was courting young ladies, you know, they thought it was funny too. So, <laughs> um, But dance moves, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. I've spent – this is my fourth season in the college locker room, and we got some dudes that can freaking dance, oh bro. And I'm just so intimidated. Like, dude, I cannot dance. I would love to see you and Dabo just get in the middle of the circle one time and just hit the splits. And I want to see Dabble. I want to see him do a dab. I want to see him do a dab. He, that's the only thing he knows. He, that's all he knows. He, he loves listening to, to pipe it up and hitting the dab. And he doesn't even know what that song's about. So we'll <laughs> he, 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 he hears the term pipe it up and he, he does this. Like, like his pipes. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it, it ain't that pipe, partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dabo, man, we love you, Dabo. We love oh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's such a, such a bad move right there. But yeah, well, Matt, before we wrap it up, you know, I want to give you a chance to give your shout outs. You know, like you said, you've been through a lot, and you're only at the beginning of your journey. Is there anybody that you want to shout out that has helped you to this point? Oh man, this is a great opportunity. I love doing this. I think. Quick aside here, I think this is important for everybody. Uh, they say, you know, give your flowers to people before they pass. And I think that is something that is not done enough of. And so who should I shout out? You know, what? I'm going to shout out my boys who know about it from day one, the Cretans crew. Yes, sir. We talk every day, fantasy football, what we're all doing at our different schools about St. X from the high school days and all the stupid stuff we used to do. And you know what? It's one of those things that it, I'm really thankful to have a friend group of guys that you know are going to be lifelong friends. And, and that's important. And sometimes 
there, everybody has people that, uh, come in their life and go, you know, that's just kind of how life goes. But, but to have a group of friends that, you know, you're going to talk to for your entire life is, is not, you don't see that very often. So, so I just want to say to all you guys, I appreciate you guys keep grinding. We're all going to, you know, Hey, I'm graduating. I know my boy Sean's graduating. Hey, we're all, we're all coming to a crossroads, man. We got, uh, this, this, this whole year coming up is, a going to be a lot of special things happening so I'm, I'm looking forward to see where everybody goes and what everyone's next season of life looks like oh yeah man i can't wait bro it's about to be whew, it's a journey but we're yeah. just getting started man i love it I we're love just it. getting started well matt thank you so much for coming on man good luck this weekend go kill it and bury one of those notre dame guys in the dirt from <laughs> all right bro much love I, as always i appreciate it and uh, i'm sure we'll be in touch yeah. If you guys enjoyed this, please subscribe. Also, check out the Hefe Sports social media pages at Hefe Sports underscore podcast on Instagram and at Hefe Sports underscore pod on Twitter. Last but not least, all of my episodes will be posted on my YouTube channel at Hefe's World, J-E-F-E apostrophe S world. So make sure you guys go check that out. So that'll be it for me. Have a great day, everybody, and remember, stay wavy.